Welcome to Fabulous After 50, the podcast for women wanting to make the most of their lives. My name is Julie Kennedy, and I am your host. Welcome, everybody. I am so happy today to welcome a beautiful being, a soul of light and wisdom, a journalist, an author, an editor who strives tirelessly to create a better world for children and for the coming generations, Kiki Palin. So Kiki, I'm delighted to have you here all the way from the Royal Library of Stockholm. Thank you for being here with us today and for sharing your journey and your insights. So maybe we start a little bit with you, Kiki, telling us who you are, where you are, what you do, and why this is your mission. Oh, that's a big question, Julie. Uh, okay, start well, with where you are. Uh, yeah, I am at the Royal Library, as you said. So I'm here today to do the final research for a book that I'm writing. I used to live on an island in the Swedish archipelago for a little bit over a year. You know, or actually sharing my time between the archipelago and Stockholm. And I fell in love with this island. And uh, I came there to really actually reconnect with myself after having worked very hard for, for a couple of years. And I just needed to be close to nature and close to water. Wow. And then I ended, ended up falling in love with this island and the people on it. So when they asked if anyone would consider writing about the island, I said yes. And it's oh. been a process of, yeah, it's about a year now, but it's almost finished. So I'm here today for the last <laughs> research, actually, which is quite exciting. And, and a little bit, you know, daunting because, you know, I'm there, I'm almost there. Mm. And I've been talking to the people on the island today and, you know, asking and a special person there has seen the content and she's happy. But there's always, you know, you want to do more, you want to share, give justice to the people, give justice to the island. And so it's a little bit nervous to be honest. Pro- and so the project basically found you, right? You went there. It did. To, to reconnect with yourself, and, and which is already a great tip in itself. I think too many of us just keep going, keep going, keep going. And, and you know, I mean, you have older children as well, I know, right? You, you have two sons, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they're 29 and 31, so they're right. very grown up. Yeah. But I'm, clo- I'm close to them, and they are really, both of them, such a special individuals, as all mothers and fathers would say, but it's also, they are my biggest teachers. They know me very well. They know which buttons to press as well, but also just following them and seeing them and getting, you know, the feedback that I get from them as, as we get as mothers. It's just like, Wonderful. it has taught me so much. Yeah. Yeah. But as you say, that's that lovely thing when, you know, they're babies and we're everything for them. And then they become our teachers. I, th- I think it's an extremely enriching process. But also the way I started that point was also the idea that most of us in this Fabulous After 50 tribe, you know, the children are older. So finally, we can maybe take something or do something like you said. And you literally took yourself away, not just in your head or from your job, but geographically in order to reconnect. And is that something you would recommend people do? Yeah, I mean, we're all different. So it's very hard to recommend anyone to do anything. But I, for me, it was the perfect thing to do. I I did leave in July, which was my last time. It's very quiet around me now. And I know that people here. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, I did leave because it was the ending of my lease. And that was in July. And it's been a grieving period, honestly, but I do oh. go back. And I will oh. go back in the summertime. And I will still take people there to visit. It's a quite spiritual island, I would say, for different reasons. So I think, you know, just nature and you can see remnants of the ice age as well. Oh, wow. So, oh, and of course, I mean, you're giving it the biggest gift 
someone could give it through this book. So, well, okay, because I mean, you do all sorts of things as well because you were involved in a, a project with a, a child not long ago, right? I was, yeah, I've been a children's book author for over 10 years. Uh, but then an idea came to me because my, my biggest passion, of course, is children and creating a better future for, for children and coming generations, as you mentioned. And I just felt, you know, I think it's time for a child to come into a project of mine and write and create with me. So um, that just came about. Sophia Sullivan, who's the daughter of Catherine Gallia in, in Cyprus, they were originally from Malta. And we started seeing each other two years ago. So it took us almost a year. But it was just the most enriching process. They visited me on an, on the island <laughs> and we did a bit of filming and we shared a lot of things. And I just listened to her and I realized that, you know, we need to really honor children from a very right. young age. I knew that before as a mother, but seeing someone else and seeing mm. the wisdom that came out just of seeing her for a few days interacting with nature. How old is and, she? Uh, she's seven today. She oh, was six at the my. time. Very little. Intuitively, intuitively and with a mother like Catherine who actually gives her the space to, to be mm. her and to shine her light. Oh. It's just like, oh my God, it was it was oh. an absolutely incredible experience for me. And oh, because amazing. you know I could be there as an adult and not as the mom. Yes. And, and, and we've had a, a lot of experiences together with this book and at the book releases, but also doing other things together. So yeah, it's, it's been, been an amazing journey. It's been an amazing journey. So in a way, I'm hearing you say lots of things about light. You were saying she was casting her light and you're a woman of light, I would say. I mean, you see it in, in how you talk and how you interact with people. You're casting a light on this island that you lived on. So, I mean, the topic that you chose today was connect within and share your light. What do you mean by that? Well, I think we have to be honest and say we all have darkness and light within. You know, it's right. the, polarity, the, the polarities that make the human experience, really. Right. Um, but I, I think that if, if, if we honour the light within, if we start sharing it in a different way, it will increase. That's just what happens. Right. And we'll be able to hold space for each other also to that thing that is within all of us, you know, the core of our beings. But kind of we've been developed to be right. programmed as individuals. Right. I think it's a time to change that now and to, to reconnect in a different way. And I think that if we allow children to be children and not try to program them the way it's done now, especially through mass media, unfortunately, yeah. uh, we will see the change and it will be an organic change and not a forced change because right. so many things are forced in the society yeah. today. You yeah. have to do this, you cannot say that. And it's just like all these things that you have to consider. But it's more of allowing people to be and to connect with themselves because right. it will be the natural way of sharing who you really are. Like, like in the old days, or the, the you know the women of wisdom who would be there in order to give what's been passed on. As you say, I mean everything is programmed and regulated and curriculum, and you know this is wrong and this is right. To so connect within, that's really becoming aware of the you inside, not all the should, or even or if it is all the should, how you're reacting to all the shoulds and the coulds and all of that of this world. And so by the light, you know, you're not meaning 
just goodness, as in bring out the goodness within. You're talking about the whole soul, right? The whole sort of essence and core identity of who you are. Yeah, I think it's our divine spark. You know, we all divine came with spark. that. Yeah, right. we all came with that. And the funny thing is that actually when I published my first, first book on, on Amazon and ebook, when I started writing ebooks, it was Shine Your Light was the title right. of that ebook. And the pen name that I decided to use was Sophia. Oh, there we are. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there we are. Sophia Ananda, which was a big joke at the time, especially for my children. They wondered why I wanted to change my name. But it was nothing like that. It was more like an experiment. And that is just about the, you know, the, the pure and innocent child within that we need to reconnect with. Because that's how we came into our bodies, right. as this divine spark. And then, of course, we all have these human experiences that are really hard, that, that harden us or they might break us up so we can rebuild ourselves. So, you know, it's, it's yeah. life. It's, life can be tough, but uh, it's there. And right. if we allow ourselves to really go within, and of course, it's, it's not an easy process, I can say that, because we need to move through all those other experiences, all those traumas, all the things that we have dealt with. But the more we do it, the easier it becomes. Right. That's been my experience. But, you know, I, I'm still doing it. We're all No, but it's, it's a life journey, I think. But it's, yeah. it's, first of all, to be aware of that, to even just even open the door, because our society is, is run in such a way that we're doing the whole time. First of all, we're not being, right? We're doing from no. morning till night. It's, it's always been like that. You have to do to earn money. You have to do to get the good marks, to do to get to university or whatever it is, it is that you're doing. And so we're not taught to be or or actually in a way maybe our generation was taught in particular maybe for girls to not be you know nobody's interested in what you've got to say just do what you're supposed to do behave properly so it's, it's to actually even become aware of who who is the me you know who is the light who is there in there and I think that a lot of our you know illnesses and stresses and probably you know we can then build that up to wars etc around the world yeah. is because we are not happy people you know we have everything we have more than any generation has ever had before and we are so miserable when you look at the yeah. amount of people taking medication the amount of suicides i mean mm. we're not happy people so there's obviously something that we've got to change we can't have more we all know that earning more isn't going to bring anybody happiness so the only way it can be is what is within right yes and that's another one actually of my project it's um, and by coincidence because i didn't really know we were talking today i have a t-shirt on uh, which says keeping my vibe high oh. and that's not yeah that's another one of my projects right uh, that I have had with a business partner and it's connected to Masora Emoto's uh, research he has now passed away since almost 10 years ago and the Emoto Peace Foundation's foundation is still active and I've had contact with them and they part with a translation in honor of Dr. Emoto because okay. that is that is about changing the vibration on the planet. Right. And it might sound, sound like this is something, you know, that I'm, I'm saying very lightly, but I think that that's what we do. Yeah. If we're con connecting within and if we have the courage to face some yes. of the dark, dark parts that we have experienced, it will be 
and right. we will find it's a lot easier to keep our vibration. So it's a reminder of that everything we do, you know, our talk now, which I truly appreciate and love, will make us feel a lot better, yes. will make ourselves yes. feel a lot better. And that was the research that Dr. Imoto did because he took water crystals, he looked at them in a microscope after they've been exposed to different emotions, to anger, to hate, and on the other side, to gratitude and love and peace. And the formation of these beautiful molecules when they've been exposed to love and gratitude was incredible. The most beautiful pieces of art. Mm. And he also played uh, classical music and hard rock and he saw the difference. So by honoring these conversations as much as we can, because yes. we cannot, of course, always be balanced, we will change. We will right. raise the vibration. We, we will influence each other. You know, like the current situation in, in Palestine or Israel yeah. and Ga yeah. the Gaza. There are people living next to each other that are neighbors and that honor the yes. different point of views despite what is going on. Right. And they are meeting and they are helping, in my point of view, towards... Because... Well, this is fascinating what you're saying, but also your example of, of those uh, water molecules and how something like water is reacting to yeah. an energy vibration, right? It's not a physical thing. It's what well, it no. is, you know, I suppose yeah. if they calculated it, but it is literally having a physical effect. Right. Yeah. And now science can show all of this, you know, so sometimes some of the things we say sounds a little bit woohoo. However, we've never been able to uh, demonstrate it as much as now you can physically demonstrate it. So if we were to harness that and work on that skill <laughs> rather than all the rest, think what a profound difference it would make. And as you say, a conversation like we're having today, we're enjoying it. We're sparring with each other. There's, there's energy, there's curiosity, there's openness going on. And, and when we leave this conversation, I know I will have that, you know, when you have a, a soul connection with someone that, that it just, you radiate and then you're going to be happy and that yes. vibration is going to go on to whoever you come across that day and that's how we make the world a better place right so if i just ask you because i can yes. tell we can talk about this for a long mm. time if we're talking to people then who want to connect within and shine their light for all the the reasons that we've just given and there are so many more what three tips would you give well, I would say find your perfect place because we all have these places where we feel more safe, where we feel more secure. And it could be that it's connected to a special event in your life. It's connected to a person in your life. It's connected to your childhood at a time where you feel safe and happy. Whatever that place is, yeah. connect to it. And you might not be able to do it physically, right. but you can do it in a meditation, for example. So find that place, ground yourself in that way. It can be out walking, it can be sitting by the water, and like I said, in a meditation. But when you do that, you will increase mm. the molecules because we do consist of 70% of water or more. They will also change. Right. It's right. like a soothing process for yourself. And it's a safe space, right? But you can space. really just be. And, you know, as an author, because as well I, I tell people that 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 is your place where you can start right because you connect with a part of yourself yeah. that is so important for you to do anything else even just stopping and creating that little 
space. I mean, nowadays it's just so hard to find moments. Everything is full because we have our phones with us or whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So it's not like before even waiting at a bus used to be a time when you would perhaps daydream or reflect or step back a little bit from what was troubling you. Whereas even now, we're just constantly in the doing. So by creating or taking time to go to that safe heaven either physically or through meditation, as you said. So find somewhere to to connect with yourself. What else did you have as tips? Well, I think that be open. It sounds like a very simple thing, but Mm -hmm. each time that you, you know, go outside, meet people, look at the world with different eyes, be open. You can even, you know, before you leave home, ask yourself, okay, show me the things I need to see today. Right. Right. And then just go outside and be open and see what comes to you. True. True, because you were also talking about nature and, and letting nature and animals show the way. Yes. And, you know, I, I've always been a fan of animals. Actually, my parents bought a dog just a couple of months before I was born. And then she died when I was 16. And I was, of oh, course, wow. completely devastated. Yeah. But she was with me from the very beginning. And she slept Uh, with me when I was just a baby and since then I've had dogs several times in my life and cats a couple of times as well but I'm just open to the wisdom of animals right and I had a very special experience a couple of years ago with horses that actually completely changed my life a course uh, that Nadia Borsch held and it was just it was just giving me that last piece and I'm Mm. very open to animals teaching me the same way Mm as children are teaching me. I would rather listen to them than listen to many of our politicians because I think most of them are disconnected anyway. Yes. <laughs> there are, of course, great people everywhere. That's I'm not saying anything else, but I think that sometimes when you are in a role like that, you get disconnected yes. because of how things are set up. On the island, there are so many dogs. Uh, there is a fox, there are swans, uh, there are deers. I've had mm. deers outside my window there. Uh-huh. Not every morning, but often. And it's just, yeah, I think I think the way actually through nature and animals. Right. And reconnecting with the, the initial source, right? I mean, nature yes. is the one constant through everything. And animals, since we exist, animals have existed. I think it's, again, what you said about children, that sort of innocence and curiosity. I'm sure animals also, you know, they want food or they want whatsoever, but they're, you know, the the joyfulness of a dog when he sees you or, you know, the love of a cat or how they sense when we're not well. I was with someone the other day who, who was going through something difficult and started crying. The cat reacted immediately. Yeah. Yeah. and went up I mean he sensed immediately yeah. and and just the softness and the purring and yeah it's like a, a very deep wisdom there and nature it's the same thing I mean I, I find I'm very receptive to that personally as well and it's that on the one hand you feel connected to a bigger whole which is you know the interconnectedness of all of that and which I find it very reassuring and at the same way it it makes you realize that all those little things that we sweat are not important. This is the big circle of things and life and the, the seasons and all of that. And we just embrace it and, and stop going against everything. And I noticed a third tip that you also wrote, which is quite uh, expected as an author. You wrote, write yourself free. Yeah. Right. So what, yeah. what, what would you recommend? Well, I think that, you know, some time ago, I think it was 10, 15 years ago, I had 
a blog called Live and Write, Write and Live. And what I mean with that is that, of course, it's not the same for every human being. But when you start putting things down on paper and you're just allowing things to be poured out of you, you will discover new things about you. It doesn't have to be 10 pages. It can just be a half a page. But if you just allow things to come, and you know that, I know that you know there's something called automatic writing. Uh, But after I was burnt out 20 years ago, I had an experience where I just realized that I could just sit down (laughs) at the the laptop and and write, and things just poured out of me because I allowed myself the space to heal. And... And then I realized we have so many filters and we are so many things stopping us. But if I just allow things to come. And the most magical thing is that I wrote things into life. And I've heard about this later. Is that manifesting? Yes. I mean, there were things that I wrote in the book that came alive eight years after. Yeah, because you were tuning into something that probably your rational brain was not even imagining. But however, it was there, you know, it was already part of it. Sorry, you see the, here's the cat, right? It's upside down. Red. Yeah, you silly cat. But exactly. I'm a big believer in that as well. And also just journaling. I think I've journaled since I was 12. I stopped at one point because my mother read it. So I felt very betrayed. And then I decided I wouldn't do it, but I just had to. For me, it's a bit like a download from a computer. It helps me to get all of this thoughts out. And if I'm looking for a solution, often if you just start writing and then you just read it back afterwards, you knew the answer. It's just there were so many wires which were crossed up there. Well, Kiki, thank you very much for this. Now, if anybody wanted to get in touch with you. Yes, I coach I coach authors, aspiring authors mainly, but even others, you know, uh, authors with writer's block. Okay. So, oh, well, we must make so, sure we put all of that in the show yes, notes. Yeah. And I'm very curious to the next thing. I mean, you're a woman of many talents. So I'm curious to see which way your creativity and your innate wisdom is going to take you next. But thank you for sharing with us, uh, Kiki, mm-hmm. today and inspiring us to all, you know, shine our light for our good and also the good of everyone else. Because when we shine the light for someone else, it lights up our way as well, right? Yes, we are all needed. We're all walking <laughs> on the same planet. We need each other. We do and, need and we will fall. Yes. But we need to get back up again and we need to help each other to get back yes. up again. And that's how we learn, right? Yes. Thank you. For the rest Thank of you, you, speak to you again this time next week. Thank you for listening. Now it is up to you to make it happen. Join me next week for another dose of empowering vitamins as we navigate the marvelous roller coaster we call life. Subscribe and let me know what you think we should be talking about. Take care out there.